Buenos dias, Tucson, and good morning, Minneapolis, and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavi Alva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. So today, at the Hazelton Meditations, we have the A thought of the day. When I come into AA, I learn about alcohol and alcoholism. And I apply this knowledge to myself to see if I am an alcoholic. When I'm convinced that I am or I am not, which in some ca- most cases you will e- experience that you are not, <laughs> you will be in denial, trust me. Um, I admit it openly. Since then, I have been learning to live accordingly. Have I read the book Alcoholics Anonymous? Hashtag, you can also do endings anonymous. Um, have I applied the knowledge gained to myself? Have I admitted openly that I am an alcoholic and I'm ready to admit it to any any time when I need help? I absolutely love this quote of the day. Um, just a friendly reminder, I'm reading from 24 hours a day, Hazelton Meditations. We are on January 3rd. We're just going through the front to back. It's actually a calendar kind of outline that you're supposed to read a single um, poem a day or a thought of the day. Um, for me, because of our podcast and because of my schedule, I've been choosing to do from the beginning of the book to the end. You don't have to do this if you don't want to. If you have this book, you can uh, read um, the one for the day. Um, but this is just what I choose to do. And there are books. There are the Alcoholics Anonymous books. There's the NA books. Um, in my experience, I've read um, some of both. NA is a little bit easier to understand just because it's a little bit more modern. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous is kind of stuck to the... It's not stuck, but it just sticks to the traditional um, wording of, you know, the text of, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous when it was first founded. Um, And that's why the wording is slightly different in those two books. But they kind of say the same thing pretty much. They just have a little bit uh, different stories and pertain to... Like, a little tweaks in uh, here and there, but they're pretty much the same books. Meditation of the day. I will be renewed. I will be remade. In this, I need God's help. His spirit shall follow through me, and in following through me, I shall sweep away all the b- bitter past. I will take heart, and the way will open for me. Each day will unfold something good, as long as I'm trying to live the way I believe God wants me to do. And for those who are not religious, who are atheists, what it means is be renewed. When I, I learned this because I'm like borderline atheist, and I learned this that um, when people speak about God, um, you know, they're not thinking about this white guy in, a, <laughs> in the clouds, you know, sitting up, um, looking down and judging us, right? That's not God. God... Um, um, kind of displays himself in many ways. God is the sun. God is um, the moon. The God is water. God is earth. God is air. For me, this is God. And so, um, and as an atheist, this kind of makes sense because, and people are like, if you're an atheist, why do you believe in God? Well, let me explain. Because all different religions have the same God. Like Muslim, um, Jewish, and Christianity all believe in God. They're just elements of like the perception of what they take from this concept of God. And even as an atheist, God doesn't have to be a person. A God doesn't have to be a being. A God doesn't have to be a 
even an element. It doesn't even have to be a natural element. God can be a way of living life. For me, the best way that I had to kind of discover the term God was because I involved my leisure with a lot of like substance, like alcohol and drugs, when I was younger. I believe God to be a way of life. Like, God is choosing life. You know, because when... And I'm not against anyone who still uses, you know, if you're in the beginning of your sobriety, if you're um, sobriety curious, that's totally fine for me because I've been there. Like, I totally understand you. (laughs) You don't, you know, you don't want to be sober. That's totally cool with me. But this is just what made me, what made it easier for me to transition into sobriety is that when I understood the concept of God, I was choosing life. And um, as addicts, we're, uh, like I said in my earlier podcast, we're kind of borderline suicidal. We're borderline suicidal because we reach for substances that kill us, kill us faster than life will in itself. And when we choose that substance, we're choosing death. We're choosing that path, path, path in life, you know? We're choosing to um, fasten, like make it more fast, the process of death. And for some of us, that makes sense at the time. You know, because me, like I said in our earlier podcast, I did endure abuse in my life. I was used to being abused. I was used to being physically harmed. And I was emotionally used to stress. I was emotionally used to terror. Um, and that wasn't normal for me. But that's not normal. Uh, what's normal is being calm what's normal is being happy and we all and i think in society we have this weird concept of being like i'm gonna search for happiness happiness can't come from these materialistic things they cannot come from a substance you can reach for alcohol and trust me i i sometimes occasionally do because i'm an addict like that relapse is gonna happen in my early stages of sobriety and i have to learn that you know these things are man-made substances that are trying to, like, soothe me. But no man-made substance can soothe you. It's only yourself that can soothe you. It's only inside that can soothe you. And I had to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? Yes, we did some shitty things in our lives. Yes, we're a fucking alcoholic. Yes, we're this. But you know what? I'm still alive right now. I still have a chance to do good. I have a, still a chance to be like, what is happiness for me? What is health for me? What is goodwill for me? And since we're still alive, since you're still listening, that means that we still have a chance. No matter how bad you do in this life, you still have a chance to do good. And that's the choice that you make. I used to get so angry when people would be like, oh, you know, um, what's your drug of choice? What's your substance of choice? I'd be like, Guys, I did not freaking choose to be addicted to this substance. It was not me. I did not choose this. But then after a while, after I really started to kind of educate myself about sobriety and being sober, I realized that I was like, you know what? It is a substance choice because I could choose to do anything. I could choose to go take a walk right now or drink a pint. And in the past, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll have a few marks, pass out, just kind of call it a day. And that was my choice. It was my choice. I hate to admit it, 
but it was. In my early stages of sobriety, which I'm still in the early stages, um, I at first I didn't understand this, but now I'm learning. I'm, I'm understanding because I'm even though I'm not really a heavily religious person. I started going to church because I love singing. Uh, I'm not advising anybody to do this, but for me, when I went to church, I I got to sing. I sang my heart out, and I sang and I sang and I sang, and I was like, you know what, God, hear me out. This I'm fucking trying here. And when I walked out of there, I felt good. I felt good because I was authentic. I was like, you know what? I did the best that I could this week. And next week, I'll be back. I'll sing my heart out and I'll let you know. Like, I I did everything in my heart to try to be a good person. And try to choose life over death. For me as an addict, life means not using. And that's why religion kind of pertains to sobriety for me. Even though I'm not... You know, I'm not a person that reads the Bible, and I'm not a person that reads uh, religious scripture, but I do go to church, and I do put forth my um, my thoughts and my, you know, my good thoughts, my bad thoughts, everything, and I lay it out, and then for the rest of the week, I feel fine, because I'm like, you know what, it's only a week at a time, it's only a minute at a time, it's only a day at a time, it's only a second at a time. Because if you think about it too far in ahead, it's going to just mess you all up. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh my god, 20 years of this. You know, it's going to like get you all sorts of not even motivated. <laughs> so just just do it a day at a time. For me, it's a week at a time. Like for me, like I'm like, by the time I get to church, I'm going to try to make it to be sober. By the time I get to church, and then when I get to church, whether I'm sober or not, I'm going to tell God, hey, this is what happened. This is how I felt. I know you love me. Sorry I fucked up. Sorry. Or I'm so happy you helped me and we did well this week. Whatever. That's just my thing. Anyway, sorry. Long round, ran short. Prayer of the day. I pray, or for people that are not religious, I project positive energy. Or I put a spell um, on the good. White magic only. Um, I pray that I may be taught just as a child would be taught. I pray that I would never question God's plans, but accept them gladly. I pray that I might be taught just as a child would be taught. I pray that I may never question God's plans, but accept them gladly. Alright, so atheist interpretation. Hope. (coughs) This week, think positively. Put good upon yourself. Um, You know, if you believe in spells, put white magic into the universe. Always wish good upon each other. Um, Good upon yourself. You know, affirmations was what something I learned in rehab. Is that affirmations is kind of like a positive prayer or a white magic spell. You look in the mirror and you say, you know what? I am strong. I am brave. I am... This is my identity. Creating your identity. You know, because nowadays people like like to bombard people with all sorts of things that they need to do. You don't need to do nothing. And when you wake up, you prioritize waking up. You get your coffee, you get your breakfast, you look in the mirror and you say, you know what? Whatever happens today, I'm strong, I am brave, I am smart, I am beautiful, I'm worthy of this chance. 
I'm worthy of living out today and pursuing happiness, pursuing peace, pursuing goodwill. And I'm just going to put faith that things will work out because I project good vibes into the universe. All right, before I end this podcast, I have to, of course, drumroll, um, read from C.F. Alvarez, The Stars Among Us. As you have known from my previous podcasts, I absolutely love C.F. Alvarez. I think that they are an inspiration. Inspiration, I can't, you know me, I can't speak when I do podcasts in the morning. They are such an inspiration to all of us um, by the way that they write. And... The Stars Among Us are um is available now on Amazon. It's only 9.99. Um taxes included, I believe. There might be uh there might be a fee depending on where you live um for delivery, but 9.99 and it's also free on Kindle. So I would challenge you to download it, um buy the book and follow through with us and if not possible, um you know, just let me know. If you really want this book, you can always feel free to message me on Twitter, and I will definitely find a way to get it to you. Um, it's a great, great, great book. And we will get started now. We're on page 18. Careful. Think of the moments that we let go aside when the pain that we carry is presented with pride. When there are people around us who are irritable and mad, through our patience is tested, raising feelings can be bad. We helped all of our hearts <coughs> to be filled with this guilt. We should have been taken down we should have taken down the wall that was built. We were asked for a hand and instead we said no. It wasn't the hand that was broken, it was only the hope. When we finished let go and tired, impatient our ghost, we forget to remember what matters the most. Again, we grow, grow weary and lash out at each other. We think of the annoyance it's caused instead of one another. We all have a time we're in need of a hug. When we push them away, a deeper hole has been dug. And the mark that is left when these choices are shared is that they don't want to be with you and that nobody cared. Be careful of hope along with impatience and pride. Who's going to help you when the storm comes with the tide? Oh, I just love C.F. Alvarez. That poem really stuck with me this morning. Because sometimes as a person, like, and this can be like in regards to people, the normies. <laughs> if you haven't listened to my other podcast, normies are people that don't have addictions. Um, If you're normies or, you know, if you're an addict, regardless um, we do this to ourselves, you know, we are, we're like, we need help. And then when people get help, want to help us, we push them aside. Why? Because we're egoistic. We're scared. We're ashamed. And in reality, they're asking to help us. Be humble and receive the help. I feel this totally, <laughs> especially because, you know, as somebody who didn't want to admit that, you know, sometimes I have troubles with substances. All the times I have substances, problems with substances. I like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to ask for help. I, w- I would have rather stayed in my room by myself and dwelled in my sorrows. 
because that that made everyone else's life convenient. I didn't want to pesterize people with my problems, and that's that's might be a normal thing to do for some of us, but it's not the healthiest thing to do. Remember, because today we are choosing life. We're choosing life before death. We have a chance. We woke up today. We're gonna try the hardest that we can to choose life. Um, love. It's like. It's like being given wings and getting used to fly. Just to have them taken away again when your heart gets broken. Going back to walking doesn't feel the same. Whew! C.F. Alvarez hit me with that one. It's like being given wings. It's like being given wings and getting used to fly. Just to have them taken away again when your heart gets broken. Getting back to walking doesn't feel the same. Man, does that describe love like nobody's business. Man, that's why you've got to read this book. Um, God, that is so true. Um, but love is important. Uh, love is important to experience, I think. Like, even in our lives, um, like, even in our lives. I don't know why I said that. Um, no, but I, I mean, like, like, loving ourself is an element, too. You know, loving ourselves, loving other people. When we love other people, it's different because they're different people. They have different preferences. They have different ideas. They have different dreams. And sometimes our dreams and our ideas do not correlate with one another. This is what I learned about love. I learned about that love is supposed to be support. It's supposed to be genuine. And if you can't provide a genuine inge- agenda, probably not love, you know? Like, true love really is doing what is best for that person. And it's true when people say, sometimes you have to let them go. But if you look at it in a different perspective, what if you're not letting them go? What if you're fending for yourself? What if because... You express you are expressing self-love and you love someone so deeply and maybe they have a different passion than you. Maybe they want to travel the world and you want to settle down and have a family, vice versa. And they're not on board with you. And so that puts a strain on the love relationship. And you're just dragging each other along unauthentically and just being like, we need to hold on to everything that we have. That can be good sometimes to put faith and, you know, hope into people. But there should be a time where you're like, okay, is this happening for the right reasons? Or is this causing more stress upon myself? I hate breaking up with people, okay? I hate breaking up with people. When I had to break up with my ex-husband, I was so torn. I I felt like the bad guy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. But I would have continued to be the bad guy if I wouldn't have put my foot down and dragged his ass along. I was not authentic. I was not in it for the reasons that he wanted. Or he believed that I was in it. And I was not authentic. I did not love the person as much as they perceived their love upon me. They projected so much authentic, beautiful, you know, heart-wrenching love. And I was not in the same boat. That would have been insidious to drag them along without giving them the same things that they deserved. So I had to break up with them. Because the spark wasn't there. And you could argue, was that because you loved that person? 
or was it because I loved myself? And it can be a little bit of both. So I challenge you today to do something for yourself, something for that expresses love upon yourself. You know, give yourself a walk. Make sure you wake up, eat your breakfast, drink water, drink your coffee, you know, hug your pets and your kids and your family. It's going to be um, a holiday here in the United States. It's called Thanksgiving. It's kind of controversial because, you know, um, our Native American brothers and sisters have kind of experienced, uh, you know, ill intentions and ill actions in the past on correlated to Christopher Columbus and this day. So, personally, I choose not to celebrate it like that. Personally, I feel like modern day individuals are usually celebrating it in a course of action in regards to like, you know, uh, Friendsgiving or, you know, Day of Thanks, um, Turkey Day or whatever. I think that's appropriate, you know, and, and always wish well upon others, you know. We can't fix the past, but, like, the future, we can be more understanding. We can be more educated. We can be more sympathetic, empathetic, and be honorable of our, you know, our people within our society. But with that, safest, safest, safest of travels.